We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, however you're signing in from. Uh, this is this is the Strong Body Design Podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently today. This is Coach Brian, one of the uh, co-hosts here with the podcast. Welcome to our channel. If this is your first time listening, you're you're in for a good one today. This is a special Easter episode. Uh, we are actually in my living room right now uh, because obviously things around the world right now are, are are crazy, as you've been seeing all over the internet, all over uh, your neighborhood. Things are just crazy right now. We had all intentions of having a special Easter episode uh, in in our office with Coach Chris and Mike and the rest of the the Strong by Design team. But that got squashed. So we are doing things a little bit differently. So welcome to our podcast. We've got an incredible episode to you on this Easter. The, this is Wednesday before Easter. So uh, happy Easter, early Easter. Uh, things things are different. Things are really different. I just got notification that our church is not having a traditional Easter service. It's going to be done online, which is... It, it's crazy. And uh, speaking of uh, church services, I've special guest today is Joe. He is actually my neighbor. Two doors down. Uh, I've known this guy for a few years since we've moved into the neighborhood. Love him and his family. Phenomenal people. Always uh, open door policy. They're there for us, but they're also there for the entire neighborhood. And so, Joe, welcome. Thanks hey, for... Good to be here. Thanks, yeah. Brian. Thank so you. We are sitting... Plenty of distance in between us. <laughs> We're doing the CDC ask. Yeah. Six feet. The, the windows are open. We've got fresh breeze coming in, so no contaminants polluting yeah. the air right now. But again, Joe, thanks for taking time out of your crazy schedule. Yeah. And you're not just a pastor, but you're yeah. also heavily involved with the military. Mm -hmm. So you're doing some tele, tele network or mm -hmm. uh, remote working. Yep. And uh, I want, we're definitely going to share a lot about what's going on right now. But so you're a pastor, obviously, right. and Easter is the hallmark yeah. holiday of it's the it's the it's the cornerstone it's everything yeah. about the the christian faith hinges on this holiday mm -hmm. so joe real quick share with our audience your background sure how you got uh going from the military to yeah. being a pastor and just just warm the audience up yeah. to you and yeah. introduce good. yourself yeah brian i uh thank you it's good to be here thank you for inviting me to be a part of it and thank you for your audience and and being able to talk about the Easter message and, and what, what these times mean for that. So really appreciate being a part of it and appreciate you as a neighbor and a friend. So thankful for that. Um, so I, uh, right out of high school enlisted in, in the army. I was in the 82nd airborne. This is 1981 to 1984. I did an enlistment there. Uh, shortly after that, I went to the university of Houston, uh, majored in classical studies because I love the Bible, but I had this vision of being a Marine infantry officer. So that's exactly what I did. I ended up at uh, Quantico, Virginia, uh, uh, OCS for the Marine Corps. I took a commission in the Marine Corps as an infantry officer and, um, and did that for several years. And, uh, and then, uh, God's calling for me to leave the Marine Corps and go to seminary. So I attended Dallas theological seminary, seminary around, Let's see, 1995 to 1999. So that was the period that I was at Dallas. And uh, and that's the long, made short, married, five kids, uh, planted some churches in Ethiopia, was a senior pastor in uh, in Nebraska, then a senior pastor in New Jersey, and then planted a church here in Florida. And in the meantime, I, uh, while I was planting the church here in Florida, LifeBridge Church here in Florida, um, uh, the Lord provided an opportunity for me to continue to work for the Department of Defense in the capacity of suicide prevention. And so that's the long story compressed into some short time there. But but I do work full time for the Department of Defense as a suicide prevention program manager uh, for a two star command. Uh you know, 10,000 soldiers roughly. And, uh, and, and, uh, and glad to be doing that and love what the, the Lord has me doing in the calling to be a pastor. So that's the, the long story made short. That's, that's yeah. how we ended up as neighbors planting the church here yeah. in, uh, in Pinellas County. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I just thought about it right now, but as you're, I'm hearing your, your bio and I, I've known bits and pieces of yeah. that. That's, uh, so I appreciate you sharing that, but 
you're not only saving the physical life yeah. through suicide prevention, but you're also yeah. saving the, yeah. uh, the yeah. spiritual life. Yeah. You're well, saving souls. Well, you're not personally saving souls, but you're leading. <laughs> yeah, careful. I, I no, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. no, I know. I totally get that. Uh, you know, I I am humbled that that and and I, I I work for some of the best people on the planet on the on the Department of Defense side, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, um, I, you know, for what it's worth, uh, we're gonna see we're gonna see our soldiers who are in the uh, medical field. This is this is uh, this is obvious. We're going to see them do amazingly heroic things against this enemy called COVID-19 in the next month, two months, three months, who knows, years sustained, particularly in the unit that I serve. So so helping those families sort of mitigate and, and negotiate what they're facing in fighting a, an enemy on the battlefield called COVID-19. So I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of that. Like I said, I serve with great people. And then the church is, is kind of rallying around it. So that's 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 where we're at. Awesome. I appreciate you again sharing that. And so you're seeing you're seeing all different viewpoints from this, from the the military side, the government side, but yeah. also from the spiritual side of what the church is facing during this time. The church has this 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 unique situation of reaching uh, people in a much different capacity as yeah. before. Now we're we don't really have a brick and mortar facility Amen. anymore. That's good. So we are becoming the, the 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 soldiers of Christ getting yeah. on the ground, the yeah. front lines, going to these people, getting in front of them on the computer, trying to trying just trying to be be the disciples of Christ, getting in these homes as best as we can. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're definitely going to touch on that a little bit. But I, I want to make this more of like a a, a positive, hopeful yeah. podcast because this this could be someone's Easter service. Sure. So, Joe, I would love for you to open up in prayer. Yeah. And then we'll just come awesome. uh, continue the conversation. Yeah, awesome. So, thank you, uh, Lord. We're, we, are, um, we are humbled and broken and blessed by the fact that we are called sons and daughters of the living God because of what Christ has done. We start with that. We're, we're thankful. We bless your name. Hallowed be thy name, Father. We start with a praise of your your glorious grace that you have saved and rescued us, redeemed us, and at the right time introduced us to the person and work of Jesus Christ and through his work on the cross brought us into this relationship with you that is uh, sustaining and encouraging. And we look forward to an eternity with you. And and in time right now where you have us in this place, we are encouraged that we you will never leave us nor forsake us. And so as we talk about Easter, the power of the resurrection in our life from day to day, with Brian and, and, and of course the audience, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would be uh, at work uh, in us and through us for your eternal glory. We ask it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. yeah so we, we can't, we, we, there's just so much going on right now. It, it really is. It's overwhelming. It's, um, I mean, just everything is, is just crazy. Um, it, it's wherever you fall, not you, Joe, but wherever a listener falls, uh, on the timeline of events where you, you might be a well ahead of us in, in the terms of things are, you're, you're pretty much in the future, if you will. Yeah. Uh, or you might not see what we're seeing yet. Yep. Wherever we are, we, we have very little control of, yeah. of it. Yeah. It being the, the financial bubble, the financial burden, uh, layoffs, uh, the stock market, you know, savings mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, we have very little control of our, mm-hmm. our physical health. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as we try to stay healthy and wash our hands and mm-hmm. sanitize, we, at the end of the day, we're still prone mm-hmm. to disease and virus and contamination. Um, we have very little con- to control of what our neighbor does. Mm-hmm. We might be doing everything, but our neighbor might not be doing anything. Mm-hmm. So we're there's just a lot of uncertainty right mm-hmm. now. But what there's one thing that is certain. Mm-hmm. And you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listener, if if you, uh, I'm asking one thing from you right now, listen to the rest of this podcast with an open mind. Mm-hmm. J- don't resist a prompting of your heart. Mm-hmm. If some, if something is stirring inside of you right now, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Be a, present to what's going on right now in your life. Because I know I've had a, I've had plenty of time to reassess my life, mm-hmm. as, as not just from a spiritual side, but from a, a community, uh, from a, a communal standpoint. What am I doing with my neighborhood? What am I doing in our church? What am I doing with my family? Yeah. Do we really all 
do we really need to be doing what we're doing? Mm-hmm. When all this, when all the dust settles, mm-hmm. how are we going to be different? Mm-hmm. So please take this, these next few moments with an open mind. Ask yourself these questions of what if it gets worse? What if I am faced with death in my, in, in my near future? These are legitimate questions. And I don't, I don't want to bring all this up to, to scare you, but these are things, these are hard questions. These are hard situations that we're ultimately going to have to face, if not now, definitely down the road because death is inevitable. Mm-hmm. So Joe, and now I know as a, from a pastor, I'm sure you hear this all yeah. the time. Where is God? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really hard question and yeah. it's it's the right question to ask i think it i don't think god's afraid uh for us to ask that question for your listeners no matter where they're at i think um i guarantee you that's on their mind and even people in the church and pastors where where is god so i think that i think one of the things i could start with is th- this while it's um novel to us this idea of an intense pandemic or a uh, a pandemic uh, emergency. It's not new to human history. We could go to, for example, Justinian's plague, uh, where thousands of people were dying every day back in, just shortly after the death of Christ. And then we have the black plague that killed 50 million people in Europe. Literally half of the, half of the population in Europe was wiped out at the tune, tune of about 10,000 people a day dying. So the ebb and flow of history, the Great Depression, World War One, World War Two, we, we've seen this ebb and flow where people in the most intense times of suffering have probably asked that question. It's just for our time. This is the pandemic of our time. What what in the world is going on? And it feels new, like we've never been there because we have, but in the grand scope of human history, it's it's not new. So I guess I would start with this idea that that there. God is with us. So let me just start with a very hopeful tune, uh, t- uh, tone here. And let me just say, I-, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That he who began a good work in, in the day of Christ Jesus, Philippians 1, 6, will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. All those things are true. It's just that as the death factor gets in front of us, we, we are um, faced with the reality of death that's always been there. And so we're asking the question, oh my gosh, where am I with death and on the other side of death and before death? And now that it's right in our face, we're having to ask these questions. Um, And and I would say that God is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. We believe that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. And and one of the things that maybe we'll get into here in a little bit, I I don't want to stretch that answer out too long, but I just want to say that that he's doing a work in and through this. This is not something that God said. So where's God? This is not God going, oh my gosh, look, it's COVID-19. What am I going to do? God is sovereign. He owns everything. He is not the author or the creator of, of, of disease, but he is sovereign over it. And I could speak to that, but but uh, I want to say that, that God is using it uh, when we... For example, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. And so I'm sure there's another question. The short answer to your question, where is God in the middle of the fact of death? The rebellion of mankind brought death and we are dealing with it, but God uses it for his good, for our good and for his glory. And uh, in the middle of this, the right question might be uh, right after where is God is, what is my relationship to God? Do I have a relationship with God? It's a great question to ask. And how do I get there? And, and so I, I'll just, you know, back to you in the sense that, that my, the short answer is that God is present. He's at work. He's completing the things he's designed to complete. Um, and, and, uh, and that's, that's, he's working through this. Um, I will tell you that, uh, uh, I have a very good friend whose son-in-law is um, on his deathbed and he's a young man and he's healthy and uh, and there's been lots of conversations about these things. And what he's been able to say is, I don't know where I stand with God. And of course, God is using this to introduce him to the person and work of his son, Jesus Christ. And there's been this sharing of the fact that Jesus died for his sins 
It's conquering sin and death. It's providing power to live. And there's this relationship that's beginning to, to come out of this horrible situation in this guy's life. And so God uses it, even though he's not the one who created it, to introduce himself to the, the person and work of Jesus Christ. Resurrection power. So, Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, please let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's still a tough, it's still a tough notion to yeah. grasp hold of because yeah. it is a supernatural yeah. concept. Yeah. Um, because we're not God. We right. don't understand God's plan. We yeah. can't. Yeah. God will yeah. not reveal his plan to <laughs> us. We are part of his plan. Yeah. And whatever his plan is, we he commands us to be obedient. Yeah. And not in a sense of like you better be obedient. Yeah. It's I, I want you to be in obedience with me so I can give you what yeah. I promise to give you. Yeah. But it doesn't make it easy. Yeah. Because what's going on right now as a as a firm believer in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and He is my rock and my foundation, I still have doubts. Mm-hmm. I still have questions because I'm sinful. Mm-hmm. That's right. It, it's it's a very difficult time for all mm-hmm. of us, especially the church, because we don't know what's going on. Sure. And we people look to us, the church as yeah. the big the big church, uh, as we need to have the answers. Mm-hmm. Where is the church? Mm-hmm. And so God is here. We might not understand what that means, but if you're if you don't understand that, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't need to understand that. Just know that, mm-hmm. and eventually God will reveal Himself and yeah. saying, "Hey, yeah, I am here." Yeah, yeah, that's really good, um, Brian. I, 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 and and I could take it. One, it like if we're gonna just pull back the layers of a conversation about Easter power and what is God doing and what would He communicate, I would say that that. I could probably, at, at least we could frame out what does suffering, what is the message in suffering? And th- there is a message. What is the message in suffering? And and I would say, you know, um, that, that God is communicating that the real problem, and I think this is the right kind of place to land on this, the real problem, and this is going to sound weird, but but stay with me for a minute. I think the real problem is not COVID-19. I think the real problem is not the Black Plague. I think the real problem is not World War One. I. I think the real problem is not World War Two. I. I think the I think the real problem is not Justinian's plague. I don't. I think the real problem is not SARS or or uh, the Spanish flu. Those are not the real problems. They are pointing to ultimately these external things are pointing to the real problem. As an analogy, when people are are fighting in a marriage and they're abusing one another and hurting one another. And they come in for counseling. I think everybody will understand this. We always start in a counseling position. The real problem is not the fight that you had. The real problem is not the anger at each other that you have. The real problem is not the bitterness or the control or the whatever, the the chaos that's raining off. Those are symptoms. The real problem in a a marriage that's struggling is, is a heart problem. And we all struggle with that. I think we can all identify COVID-19 as an external problem. All it's really pointing to is a real internal problem, which we're heart sick. We are, we're broken. And the brokenness of humanity extends even to health issues. I had a brother, I just recently did the funeral for my, for my youngest brother, 47 years old, uh, Down syndrome, trisomy 21. And uh, it was heartbreaking service. Uh, it was just last month, right before all this chaos ensued. But, but his disease was such a reminder, isn't the problem, it's humanity's broken. And so what is the real problem? Well, it's our rebellion. For, I mean, I'm just going right back to the scriptures. What will God communicate in all of this? According to Romans 8, he says this light and momentary affliction, this terrible things that we're experiencing is nothing comp- compared to the weight of glory that he's going to be revealed in us later. So what God is really saying, and let me break that down, that, that God's intention was this wonderful, incredible relationship with human beings. And from our own rebellion, and he calls it sin, there's been this strife in our hearts and all that has caused, whether it's disease, wars, rumors of wars, or famine, sickness, death, 
all of those things that have been caused from our rebellion are symptomatic of a heart problem. And the real message of Easter is what Jesus said, believe on me and you will have eternal life. God demonstrates his love for us, Romans 5, 8. And while we were sinners, Christ took our place, died for us, satisfied the wrath of God. So I, I'm not trying to get into uh, too much theology here, but what I do want to just point out to you is that the real problem is inside of us. And the only vaccine, the only vaccine that will work, that will conquer death, that's the hope of Easter. The only vaccine that will conquer death is trusting in Jesus Christ. If I could strip it all away and say, what is the message of COVID-19? It would be trust in Jesus Christ. He's the only inoculation from death. And that'd be my prayer, my hope for for my family, for me in an ongoing way, for your listeners, for you and I. And and uh, I do believe that, uh, that God is at work through this to point people to his son. Um, outside of that, as he's working in our individual lives, he's, he's, he's in control of that. But I believe he is calling people to himself. And, and if, if we didn't have Easter Sunday resurrection, then everything that I would say, according to Paul would be nonsense. It'd be nonsense. Paul says, we're, we're better off not even believing this story of what Jesus did, but the fact that he did rise, conquered sin and death means that everything he said is, is true. And so I don't, I don't know the, every nuance of what God is doing. I'm just stripping it down to this reality that probably, um, God is calling people to say, I have the cure for what the real problem is. His name is Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. It's a hopeful message. Yeah, it is. It's it is sensitive. Yeah, because this is something that not many people want to talk about. They, right, they want to hear it, but they don't necessarily want to accept it. Amen. Because it, it's a hard. Yeah, it's a hard topic. People yeah. don't want to talk about yeah. sensitive topics like yeah. this, but we have to. Yeah, because yeah. what you just said, it's we're we're going to be faced with it regardless. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I remember. Um, real quick, and I'll share a quick story with you mm. about my trip to, to Africa um, that I, my, my wife and I did for our first year anniversary. But uh, the, 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 the story of Easter, if, if you're not familiar with the story of Easter, Joe, just spend a minute yeah. just giving the Cliff Notes version of what, what the Christian sure. uh, significance and what, what actually happened historically on yeah. On, on that, on that holiday. Yeah. I mean, it's, I love it. I mean, it's, there's a lot written about this. So, uh, forgive me. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. I'll, I'll try to again. Real quick. Yeah. No, no issues. I think that, uh, obviously we have in the Bible, when we talk about the Bible, which is our revelation from God, our special revelation from God, 66 books in the Bible, we have 39 books in the old Testament, 27 in the new comprised of the Christian Bible of 66 books. The old Testament is the, 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 before the coming of Christ. And it's really an anticipation of the coming of Christ. It's telling the stories in, in all kinds of forms of the coming of a savior who would rescue mankind, conquer sin and death, satisfy the wrath of God, die for their sins, Isaiah 53, rise again and, and bring life to humanity. He, they would be restored to this relationship with God. When Jesus comes, he is telling the story of what God's intent for mankind is to walk with him, to be with him, to have a relationship with him. He says, with my coming, the kingdom now is, there's this restoration. There's this beautiful, uh, people are following Jesus. He's healing people. He's saying, I have the power over sickness of disease. I have the power to restore all things. I have all the power there is. And all of his followers are following him and they're anticipating the, the final arrival of the kingdom of God. And then Jesus is arrested and he's illegally tried, and he is literally murdered, um, put on a cross, the, the Roman form of execution for a traitor. And, um, but he had anticipated that this was going to happen. And the Old Testament anticipates Isaiah 53 as an example that this would happen. It was looking forward to. And the one who really put him on the cross was God the Father. Why did he put his son on the cross? Well, he did it because he was going to judge the sin of humanity on the cross. He would put his wrath on his own son so that whoever believed in him could have this relationship with God. So Jesus has been telling his story, but they're not quite getting it. He's crucified for our sins. He is buried 
in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, and he is there for three days on the third day without getting into the details. Mm-hmm. He, he is literally raised. He appears to over 500 people, and he, he says, this is exactly what I told you would happen. He is raised into heaven, and according to the epistles in the New Testament, he is set, set down at the right hand of the Father. He sends the Holy Spirit. The, the significance of the resurrection, they never found a body. The Roman guards, uh, you know, they had to try to concoct a story. Obviously, it was written when we talk about um, the New Testament documents that are written. We have over 5,000 New Testament documents that, that, that conspire for an absolute ironclad proof that Jesus was raised from the dead. So the, the significance of the resurrection of Christ is that everything that God has been saying in the 66 books of the Bible, you know, over thousands of years, over thousands of years are true. Absolutely true. So the significance of the resurrection is God has all power. God can bring salvation. He can redeem. He can renew. He can heal. And the power of the resurrection is, is that this statement that God makes, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and will be saved, is a true statement. We can trust it. We can take it to the bank. And so um, we look forward. I think after that first resurrection Sunday, I believe that Christians worshiped on Sunday. Every day was Easter for them. They were celebrating. I have new life. I have new hope. I'm healed. Why? Because Jesus rose from the dead. And that is proof positive that everything that God has promised me, everything that God has told me, everything that God is revealing in his word is true. I can take it to the bank. Um, you know, we have a lot of gurus out there. We've got a lot of people that we can depend on. I, I'm not trying to offend anybody at all. You can look on television, some of your talk show hosts. You could listen to the radio, maybe some of your best political analysts. You listen to them. It doesn't really matter. At the end, what what you're trusting that what they're saying is true. But when somebody rises from the dead, you go, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm putting all, I'm putting all my money on what he had to say. So that's the significance of the resurrection that, that it's a demonstration of God's power over even death and that it validates everything that Jesus said. Uh, and you can see it in the changed lives of those disciples. You know, they were running for the hills when Jesus was arrested. They were scared. They were locked in. It was like they were locked, like COVID-19 of the first century. They were locked in their houses. They weren't going anywhere. They weren't talking. They, they were hiding. And then when Jesus appears to them, they're willing to die. You cannot explain that kind of a transformation other than, oh, my gosh, Jesus is who he said he was. He is the son of God. He's the one who provides salvation. He's the way, the truth, the life. So anyway, that's the, uh, that's, that's the, the, that's, that's the that's 30 it. second version. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And, that, and that's what we celebrate uh, in, in a couple of days is the, yeah. the, the day of Jesus rising from the dead, yeah. being risen um, and walking and returning back to heaven. And that is what we celebrate. And that is why we wanted to just share this, this episode with you. Looking to win some free Critical Bench swag? Here's how. Subscribe to the Strong by Design podcast on iTunes and then visit us on Instagram at The Critical Bench to let us know you're a subscriber. Be sure to DM us to get your free gifts. My story that I, I, I was mentioning a little bit ago is um, backing up a little bit where how you said, you know, we're suffering. Yeah. This idea yep. of suffering, why you know, why do good things happen to bad yeah. people? Why yep. do bad things happen to good yeah. people? And, and it's all part of the suffering. But if you look at the the crucifixion story, yeah, Christ suffered. Amen. He actually suffered worse than yeah. any of us yeah. will probably ever suffer. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Africa uh, for doing some medical missions, uh, this was our first year anniversary. My wife and I uh, had a privilege of spending two and a half weeks over in Uganda. And, uh, at that time, the LRA, the Lord's Resistance Army, was mm-hmm. wiping out, yeah. uh, and you, you're familiar with this, they were wiping out hundreds of thousands of people, yeah. kidnapping children, mm-hmm. forcing them to uh, enlist in fight. this army and fight and mm-hmm. kill and murder and, mm-hmm. and pillage and rape and do all these things as small children. Mm-hmm. So they would go in. Um, Joseph Coney was the the one who was in charge of all this. And you might remember this, uh, but we, when this was, let me think, this was 2009, uh no excuse me i think this is 2011 one year anniversary so hopefully my wife is not listening <laughs> so this was 10 years ago and this was this was very real you, yeah. you almost could you almost could feel uh the presence of the lord at that time because mm-hmm. he did sweep through the nation and start yeah. a revival yeah but i remember talking to 
one individual, Jimmy, he was our, our kind of like our, our tribe, uh, leader, uh, if you will. Um, he was, he fought against the LRA, uh, <laughs> biblically. He, he preached the gospel. He, he, he fought physically. He remembers having to hide underneath his bed as his house was being burned and his parents mm. were being murdered. Mm. Uh, and he, and he shared this story and he says he counts it all as joy mm. because the Lord was with him. The Lord protected him. Mm-hmm. And he says, why, if my Christ suffered, who am I to say that I'm not, I'm not, I, sure. I can't suffer. Sure. So he says, my savior suffered. I will suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and whenever, when he said that, I was like, wow, it's incredible. Cause we pray in America here, we pray selfish prayers. Sure. Whether you, are right with the Lord or you right. You just throw up a Hail Mary take, and say, Lord, take it away. I, yeah. Take away this pain. Yep. Take away. Yeah. And that, and I, I'm guilty of it. I yeah. say, Lord, I can't handle this. I, and but when we turn it into Lord, this is not fair. Yeah. This is, this is not supposed to happen. Those, those are good mm-hmm. honest, deep requests. Yep. And, but in those times we, we do need to be mindful of, that God is with us. Mm-hmm. He will never leave us or forsake us. Yeah. He is with us. His plan is sovereign. Yeah. We don't know his plan. Yeah. Instead of saying, Lord, take this away from me. Yeah. I've, I've pivoted my, my thought to say, Lord, give me the strength to walk through this. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to be with me along, alongside of me the yeah. entire way. And your glory will be shown mm. when, when everything settles. And yeah. then I'll look back and be like, wow, that's incredible. That's incredible because there's been did. there's been storms, there's been pandemics in my life. Yep. That in the in the midst of it, hmm. I say, God, what are you doing? What's going on? I don't. Wh- why am I here? Yeah. And then through trial and error, yeah. through uh, just time, hmm. I look back and say, God, thank you. Yeah. For being my rock. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be right now. Sure. So it's beautiful. So uh, Christ suffered. We suffer. Unfortunately, it's part of yeah. it's part of human history. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get through this. Yeah. It it is Easter. We celebrate this yeah. in this weird time. Yeah. Uh, wherever you're celebrating Easter, take a moment. Even if you're if you don't celebrate Easter, just recognize that this is a holy mm. a holy time yeah. for millions upon millions of lives that have gone mm-hmm. that are here now and that mm-hmm. will come. This is this is what everything hinges upon is the resurrection of Christ. Amen. Because Jesus is sovereign. Yep. His plan is sovereign. Yep. And this little thing we call COVID-19 right. and all the stress that it, it, it's causing and all right. the turmoil it will continue to cause. Yeah. Us, we smile mm. because our savior, mm. if we look up, we can't look at the horizon. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's in front of or mm-hmm. what's going on around us. But if we keep our eyes fixed on God, mm-hmm. And say, God, you've you've got this, and I trust you. We could be sinking in quicksand, but He's right there with us. Amen. And that's and yeah. it's it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're probably thinking, "Man, you guys are crazy." <laughs> yeah. it, it is crazy. It, it's a nutty notion. Yeah, and even even just to dovetail on what you just said there, that 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 God is ordained; He's sovereign over it. And then, and then the verse, I just, that verse that we mentioned up front, and I said, I might come back to it, Romans 8, 20, all things, all things, all things, all things. In the, in the in-between time, between the coming of Christ time for our sins and the time that he returns, this is the promise to hold on to right now, I think. And it it's just exactly what you were saying. Romans 8, 20, all things, everything, our hurts, habits, and hangups, our brokenness, feasts, famine, pandemics, disease, wars, rumors of wars. All of it, all things work together for good. Well, what good is that? Well, God is at, at work transforming us to the image of his son. So he's not the author of it, but he's sovereign over it. And he is using it to transform us. All things work together for good. For those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. Paul says the same thing. And everything, give thanks for this is the will of God concerning Christ Jesus. And that goes back to your story, giving thanks. Because we know that God is using hardship and suffering to mold us into the person of his son to change us. We all know what it means to discipline, you know, to work with our children in such a way. And our children don't love everything that we've allowed to come into their lives. And there's some challenges there, but God is, God is again, using everything 
to train us up in the way that we should go. And you mentioned obedience. So may God have his way with us. I think we find joy. It's not useless suffering. It's used suffering um, that God is using for, for our transformation and for his glory. And, and I'm, I'm praying, you know, I also just, it's okay to be afraid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I don't want to, cause it's one thing for Christians to step in and say, Oh, we, we got the answer. Just, just try. And I wrestle with it. We there, do, I do too. Are there days where I'm like, I'm, I'm Lord, yeah. what are you doing? And there are moments where it says, Hey, I got this. And so I totally get it wherever your listeners are. So, well, yeah, it's the piece that pa- surpasses all understanding. It's, it's there. I, I don't understand this, but also if we put, this is biblical too, if, but in, in, in a general sense of wherever we put our attention and our efforts, yeah. that's what we're going to kind of magnetize towards yeah. and fully believe it. For, for so sure. if you're watching the news right now a lot yeah. you, and yeah. you keep watching it a lot, you're going to be consumed by a lot. You're going to be consumed. A lot of bad news. A lot of bad news out there. Yeah. So I, I highly encourage you to stop watching the news as much as possible uh, because... <laughs> I don't really, I want to say this in the most polite way, but there's a lot of garbage on the news. Sure. And right now we don't need to be filling our heads with garbage because we know the enemy that's out there, that this this virus. But there is also a spiritual enemy Mm -hmm. out there looking to pull us away from anything that is positive. Amen. So if you kind of make the parallel, like I'm not saying that the news is evil, but it's pulling you away. It, you know, it's negative. You say, "Oh, the, the news is so full of this and that." Yeah. Well, then why do you keep watching it? <laughs> yeah. You're in the news cycle, and you're depressed, worried, scared, fearful. And uh, we do have—that's bad news. We do have AU Angle, and we have the good news of yeah. the gospel. And that's really, as you've been kind of just driving here, the the the, the good news is our Resurrection Sunday. Um, he's been raised, and we we're going to rejoice in that, and uh, and and we're going to find ourselves in the middle of the peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a really good point. Yeah. So hopefully uh, you've spent this past little bit of time just in thought, um, consideration of of what all this means. Um, these are some heavy questions that you're going to have to face at some point in your life. Uh, I've never met somebody and I'm sure, I'm sure uh, with your line of work and the yeah. suicide, yeah. Um, and suicide uh, side of things is that nobody has probably ever said, Oh man, I wish I worked more. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I, it's good. I wish I had more savings. Sure. Oh, I wish I bought this extra car. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I, I wish I took those trips or yeah. I wish I married this. Nobody says that when they're no. contemplating death no, or right. uh, unforceably in the path of death. Yeah. Nobody says those things right. because they're going to say, like, What's going to happen when I die? Yep. Tell my, tell my, my long lost son that I Amen. love him, that I'm yes. so sorry. I never yes. called people. It's amazing. The power that death has hmm. on the, on the oh soul. Gosh. These yeah. are things that come out. Yeah. They of, do. Uh, of, it's in there. Like you're saying, it comes out right. When we're faced with it, which is really what all COVID-19, we all are going to die even before COVID-19. What COVID-19 to your point is it puts it in front of us. And those things do come out. Oh, and and the scriptures say, you're saying this, oh, death, where is thy sting? And the last enemy to be conquered, Jesus conquered sin. The last enemy to be done away with is death. And the only vaccine from death is Jesus. If your listeners are contemplating these things, and as you've said, I'm sure they are, I would I would have a, and I, I don't mean to make light, I come to Jesus moment. I, I, I would be prayerfully thinking, God, I, maybe I don't understand everything, but God, I'm crying out to you. I want to know what is what is the significance of your son who you sent to die as, as we've been talking about for my sins, the things, my own sense of rebellion. What does it mean? Show me and trust in Christ, trust in what he's done on the cross. And, and at that very moment, if you can express that, just, you know, just trusting that Jesus died for your sins, that's the moment where you've been vaccinated. Yeah. In Christ, we're a new creation. The old things have passed away. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, please let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show. I love that parallel, the, the vaccination. Uh, yeah. 
because a vaccination, it, it doesn't make you immune. It just prolongs it. It prolongs it, but it also gives you a little bit more confidence of saying, hey, I feel it pretty good that I can walk into this this situation and and yeah. but at at the same time it's not a cure. It's not a death. cure. Yeah, it, that's right. It, it's not a cure. It's 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 a tool yep. to help you get through. Yeah. Um and ultimately the, the more time uh in good health, if yeah. you will, in, yeah. in the Lord, that you're gonna see things a lot more clearly. Sure. You're gonna be able to use the gifts that you've been given. Yeah. You might even even be in a, a situation right now where you, you're you're able to give. Mm, uh, I know a lot of people that are out of work right now. Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord that we're able to do a lot of things remotely uh, via, you know, obviously the internet, but even like remote podcasts, things yeah. like this, like we're, we're still able to deliver good sound information Amen. through uh, through these different mediums. But maybe you're in a position where you are healthy and you've got You've got so much, so many resources that you're mm-hmm. able to distribute to a hurting neighbor, yeah. or don't make a big donation to a, a local hospital, or or pay someone's mortgage because sure. they're scrambling. They or, yeah. So if you're in a, a good situation right now, you're yeah. saying, "Praise the Lord, things are looking good for me." Yeah. Share that. Yeah. God has given you those blessings to help others, not yeah. to hoard. Yeah. But to help. Yeah. So please take advantage of that and uh, something simple. Uh, just, just something simple as just go into your neighbor and say, Hey, is there something I can, right. even just offering some prayers? Yeah. Say, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm stressed. I'm, t- I'm tired. It's helpful. And what's going on? And yeah. how can I help you? So yeah. wherever you find this, this, uh, I don't even want to say pandemic anymore because we're, we're, I want to be positive about yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I want to say with this shift in humanity, because yeah. this is something that is ultimately going to new trajectory, new trajectory of, of human history. Mm-hmm. Um, it, wherever you are right now, like you're going to, this is, this is shifting how things are going to be done. Uh, so stay positive. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, just some, some last words before we, we call this, um, uh, shut this thing down, but really stay positive. Be, be mindful of those around you. It's okay to be, like you said, it's okay mm-hmm. to be afraid. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have questions. Yeah. Uh, but just know that you're not going to get all the answers you're looking for yeah. because there are things that you just, you, the reason why we ask those questions is because we want to have control. Yeah. We want to control the situation. If yeah. I, if I have the resources, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Is this gonna? Is it safe to go to the the grocery store? Well, that's because you want to control the situation. Gloves, I'm doing my thing. Yep. yep. Like it, so, the the easiest way to release control. I remember yeah. one of our pastors had this. If we tried to hold on to control, yeah. So, listener, right now, I want you to squeeze your hands together as hard as you can. Squeeze them as hard as you can till you're white knuckled. That's you trying to hold on to control. Mm-hmm. It gets tired after a while and your grip's going to start slipping. But the second you open your hands mm-hmm. and release all your burdens, all your stress, mm-hmm. all the things that you're trying to control, you release those hands upward to God and say, mm-hmm. God, take this burden from me. How freeing do your hands feel? Yeah. It's yeah. so much It's so much more liberating to be walking around without these shackles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever shackles may be yeah, holding you down, whatever right. sin, financial yeah. strain, to be free yeah. is there's there's freedom in the surrender. Saying, mm-hmm. "God, I don't want control of this." Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why that just popped into my head, but it was definitely a good illustration when you yeah. you look no, at your good. fist trying to control everything. But the more you, you can't to, do it, you, you can't. can't do it anyway. So let it go. Put it in His hands. That's great. Yeah. So whatever you're trying to hold on to right now, you're trying to control. Release that control. Do what you need to do. To obviously to stay safe, to protect your loved ones, but also to prepare for what's next, yeah. whether that is a new job, yep. uh, relocating because of um, a loss of a job right. or, or a health scare, or uh, you're at the end of your, 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 uh, your epitaph, you're, yeah. like you're coming up towards yeah. the end of your life yep. because you're just getting, getting up there in age. Like yeah. you're, we're all going to have to face these big life questions of, mm-hmm what what is the significance of this and again it goes back to easter mm-hmm. jesus crushing death yep 
and God saying, I'm with you. There's yeah. no need. Exactly. There's no need for anything else yep. other than me. Yeah. So I love you again. Say that again about the vaccine. Yeah. You know, the only thing we, everybody's going to die that the thing that world war one, world war two, a famine, a pandemic reminds us of that. That's true. And we have a temporary vaccine that puts things, uh, we maybe buy a little more time, but the only vaccine against death, according to the scripture is Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. Thank you so much for listening to the strong by design podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. We're, uh, we're going to be shutting this down here in just a second, but I just wanted to just say we love you. We're praying mm-hmm. for you. We might not yeah. know your, your name, but we are praying for you and that either, uh, that either you come to know the Lord um, don't wait. That's another thing. There, there is a sense of urgency right now. You're seeing a lot of things saying, you know, act, act now. Now is the time um, from all different yeah. avenues of, of life. Don't wait. There is never. Um, it's it, never it's, too soon. You got to do it. It's never too soon, yeah. but it, it can be too late. Yeah. Um, because obviously we don't know when our last breath is going to happen. You won't um, regret it. This is my promise. You will not regret making a decision for Jesus Christ. Yeah. And if you don't know what that looks like, um, Joe, what just yeah. do you, uh, you contact or is what we're going to well, say? If you don't know what I was going to say that, but, yeah. um, yeah, obviously they can contact you directly, but I, I would say something that just a simple process yeah. of, yeah. How do we do it? So if you're sitting there right now, Brian, great, great point. How do you bring closure to, uh, uh, how do you get the vaccine? Basically, you know, you're just in your thoughts. You're just thinking right now, as we've been talking and over the course of, of, of maybe this last week and then week to come, whatever, and you're sitting and you're having some time and you're thinking, man, I, I know that I have something broken inside of me. And if that's resonating with you, if you're, if you know, that's true. And the word that they, it's the word harmati, which means sin. All that really means is, I'm broken. I get it. I'm there's something about me that has missed the mark. I'm off. And whether that shows up in anger or some of the symptoms of anger, bitterness, vindictiveness, wrath, whatever, it shows up in all these other ways. If you're sitting here right now and you're going, I get it, and I want to have a relationship with God, then then what we would challenge you to do. Uh, to receive this vaccine is to trust in Christ, to say, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And I believe that he died on the cross for me. He took my place. I'm believing, I'm trusting that his work is sufficient uh, to restore me to a full relationship with the living God. And, And that moment that we're trusting and believing in that, all based on his work, nothing that we're doing, there are no works in it. The moment we're believing that, so that's what you would do. You would believe and trust Jesus died for me, rose again, all these things. The moment you believe you have this relationship, but you might sit down and just say, God, I don't know how to do this. I've never, never done this before, but I want to pray to you. I want to pray that you would guide my steps. And then, and then God, I'm expressing to you that I trust your son. As, a, as I just want you to know, I believe what he did. At that moment, you're going to find your you're going to find your life different, your perspective different, your your hopes and joys different. You're going to find a transformation starting at that moment forward. And then I would ask you to get plugged into a local community because all of them are online now. Yeah. So you can find them. Yeah. Get plugged into a local community or I don't know, you know, there you have a friend who knows the Lord, you know, as Brian said, we're, we're on a whole new trajectory in the way the church, I'd get plugged into a local community. So to answer Brian's question, just trust in Jesus right now, so right where you're sitting or sometime in the next few moments, take a moment just to sit and then pray to the Lord. Tell him, I believe, I believe I'm trusting in Jesus Christ. I believe exactly what they're talking about that I need a savior. And then I would say, get plugged into a community. Again, we're in this COVID-19 world, online community, maybe uh, keeping your CDC distances in your gathering, maybe with a neighbor that you know that knows the Lord, or maybe there is, again, we have all kinds of things now that are available. And, yeah. and so, yeah, I'll leave them with that. No, I appreciate yeah. that. And uh, one of the, one of the best ways that uh, to, to take the next step, let's say you, you're, you, you made that decision to trust Jesus right now. Uh, you might not, you, you might probably thinking, all right, I, I really, I really don't know what to do. 
please contact us. Yeah. Or contact Joe. We're gonna give uh, LifeBridge. You can a, give, I'll give my personal uh, uh, email. Yeah, and they please. Can, they can email me. My my personal email is J like the mammal. So it's J W A L R U S four zero at M A C at Mac dot com. J Walrus forty at Mac dot com. And I'm not approaching this from uh, my church, which is LifeBridge Church. I'm approaching it to somebody that loves you and cares deeply for you, and uh, struggles with fear and anxiety. Myself. Uh, have family members, we all do, and and know exactly where what it means to be facing these things and to looking into both eternity and what, what's going on in life right now. And so I would be more than happy to either uh, find an outreach or referral for someone to help get, navigate or answer your questions um, and, and just guide you to wherever it is that you need to be for, for help in, in moving through this. And so it's really not about my church or, or another church. It's really about uh, we love you and we want to see you uh, come face to face with the power of Easter, which is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And obviously we're, we're here too to let, you know, for you to let us know if there's a way we can help you along your journey of life, um, that we, we can pray for you. So drop us a comment, leave us a, uh, a rating or a review uh, on this podcast on iTunes, or you can feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, on YouTube, Instagram. We're all over the place. You, if you want to get a hold of us, you will. So uh, please engage with either us here at Strong by Design or with Joe. Um, yeah, so we, we, we're we praying that you have an incredible Easter, <laughs> whatever that might look like with you. <laughs> Normally for us, you know, it's Easter egg hunts, yeah. it's uh, Easter service, yeah. it's a lot. It's a it's a joyous holiday. Barbecue. Oh, it's a full blown out event. It's yeah. the biggest event of our of yeah. our year. Yep. Um, Look forward to it every year. Yeah, but this year it's it's gonna be totally different. Yep. So I mean, even eggs. I was joking with my wife. I was. She said, "Hey, are we gonna color eggs this year?" I'm like. I don't know because eggs are hard to find right now. <laughs> I got to eat the eggs. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's, so that's it, we're, we're trying to make light of all this right now because um, we just have to, if, we, if we're negative, if we all always think negative, yeah. negative things are going to happen. So yeah. we're, we're trying to stay positive and we encourage you to stay positive as well. Uh, be the light in this dark time right now. Mm. If you have the light in your possession, you want to light up as much darkness as possible yeah. and bring people to the truth. Yeah. So we encourage you to do that. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your your day. I know you're stuck at home. Um, yeah, hopefully you're abiding by the CDC rules and, and yeah. still at home and trying to get the curve flattened a little bit. But again, <laughs> thank you for listening. Check back with us next week uh, as we upload another incredible episode. Every Wednesday at 6 a.m. We, we drop a new episode. Um, but yeah, again, Joe, thank you so yeah, much. Great for, to be here, Brian. Thank yeah, you. Thank yep. you. And God bless you all and have an incredible, happy Easter. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you. 